Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light on podcast. Today, we'll be shining a light on navigating jobs as a disabled person with Sue Doe. Welcome, Sue. Hi, Mariah. To start, do you mind giving us a brief introduction to who you are? I am a recent graduate from Santa Clara University. When I was at Santa Clara, I majored in English and minored in Catholic studies. I had a really good experience at Santa Clara. Santa Clara actually opened me up to a lot of friends, a lot of opportunities. Before Santa Clara, I actually went to Berkeley for about two weeks before I decided that my experience at Berkeley didn't work out. And so because of that, I took a year-long break um, to take care of myself. And then after that, I reapplied again to Santa Clara, which I got accepted. When I was at Santa Clara, I held three jobs. And one of my first jobs ever was working for campus ministry as a desk receptionist. And for me, that was a really awesome experience because it was the first, you know, I would say the big girl job that I ever had. One of the things that I learned from that first job is never let your jobs consume you. Because before accepting the job as a receptionist, I was afraid of how people would perceive me. My boss took a chance with me and she believed in me, so I accepted the job. And, you know, to be honest, it was very difficult because now, not only did I have to deal with the fact that I'm going to be doing with different types of people, but I also have to think about how to disclose my disability in a way that makes people around me more accommodating. And I think it goes hand in hand with the job search nowadays, because as a person with a disability, it really does matter whether or not you choose to disclose your disability or not. You know, in circumstances, you might disclose your disability for the sake of the employer because, you know, knowing the disability beforehand can help the employer set up the accommodations. And mm-hmm. so my for my desk receptionist job, I think the only accommodations that I asked for was for frequent breaks because knowing my energy level and dealing with my disability requires me to take breaks in between to make sure that I don't burn myself out. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the hardest things to bring up with my boss, but I did it. And from then on, I was like, you know, just for the fact that my boss gave me a chance and me being able to disclose my disability kind of gave me that confidence to try out my skills and what I can do to be successful on a job. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that the roles that you had at Santa Clara were pretty accommodating. Yep. So the second job that I had was working for a summer internship at the dean's office where I was the um, communications um, writer intern where every day we would go in and interview a couple of professors and students on campus to talk about their experience at Santa Clara. And the purpose of me doing that was to get an idea of how students perceive Santa Clara as a way to market the university to potential students. And so one of the things that I had to do was I had to kind of put myself out there. And as someone with a disability, I was kind of afraid of judgment. But, you know, through having these conversations, I, I realized that a lot of the students and the faculties that I've spoken to, they're more than willing to accommodate you as long as they know what your needs are. There's no specific language or way that you can disclose. The thing that really stood out was the fact that after Santa Clara, you know, I, I noticed an increase in my 
communication skills. And then also I found out an organization, I found out there was an organization that helps people like me look for jobs. And it was the California Department of Rehab. So the California Department of Rehab works with people with disabilities in terms of job search, interview tips, just how to navigate job searching as a whole. And then they also, if you want to go back to school, they also provide the funding for you to go back to school where they pay a certain amount for you to go to school as long as you set up like a certain goal mm-hmm. that would help you navigate towards your degree and your degree was, was just supposed to benefit you for a job. The California Department of Rehab or DOR for short is it's a government organization that helps people with disabilities to look for jobs, to navigate around the barriers that makes it impossible for people with disabilities to look for jobs. Overall, like, even though it's difficult, I know that I can, like, as long as I remain positive and more willing to put myself out there, I know that I'm capable just as anyone else. I just need, like, a little bit of hope. And that's the purpose of accommodations. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of put yourself out there, I guess. Yes. No, thank you for describing that. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into the job search process. In particular, you talked a bit about sort of accommodations that you asked for on the job and your different roles. But since you're a recent graduate, you've undergone the job search process, you're going through the job search process. What are some thoughts or events that you experienced that you think are unique to people with disabilities? Some of the thoughts and events that I've experienced while on the job search is it's really hard first and foremost, to, like, look at a job description and, you know, say, yeah, assume right out that they are going to, well, most job description or all the job description on the bottom of the job posting or on the application, they would always ask us one question, like, oh, do you have a disability, yes or no? And if they want to be more specific, like, they would list, like, the list of disabilities. And then sometimes as a person with a disability, I don't know whether or not to put yes or no. Because Mm -hmm. if I put no, in some ways, strangely, I just feel like if I hit no, I don't have a disability, then that would increase my chance of looking for a job. But then at the same time, you also have the question of like, if I cook no, then does that make me a dishonest person or do I just not want to disclose my disability? So the way that I navigate that is... I have the California DOR has given me some tips where, you know, if it benefits the employer to disclose your disability, then disclose it after the interview. Or, you know, when you're applying for a job and you're doing a cover letter, you can disclose your disability. Don't straight out say what a disability is, but, you know, describe when you're you're writing a cover letter, um, you can say something like, because of this experience, I have some sort of disability that I need accommodations on. But you can also like disclose it privately after you get the job interview with your boss or your manager. Under the Americans with Disability Act, I believe that they're not supposed to discriminate you whether or not you have a disability or not. They, mm-hmm. But they do have to provide you with accommodations if you ask for it, because I think that's one of the first things they should look into to make it easier for people with disabilities to navigate their job application. Another Mm -hmm. thing is, because they are working with the government, they have a legal obligation to ask that question on the job application to make sure that 
to make sure that they are hiring properly. And I think that it shouldn't affect the way that like I or many others would do the job as long as there is someone I I mean, I'm pretty sure there is some sort of like disability accommodations manager out there who's been willing to help people like me. But still, like I, I still feel like there is some difficulty because you know when you have a disability, whether physical, uh, physical or invisible, people are not gonna know unless you disclose it, right? But if you choose not to disclose it, it's also because that's your preference. Like you're not forced to. Like again, I said, if it benefits the employer disclose it. If you feel like your disability is invisible, it will not affect your ability to do the job, then that's okay too. For example, if someone is going through anxiety, they might ask for frequent breaks or they might ask for a time where they have to go take their medication or even before the interview, they might disclose that they take medication just for the sake that, you know, some employers will require a drug test and, you know, if you're taking medication, maybe it might affect your results. That is something that should be disclosed Mm -hmm. or you know someone who have trouble typing and they would prefer voice typing and then so they they would have to go and ask the employer could i use the software it's on the responsibility of the employer to provide that accommodations like it might cost a little bit of money but if they're Mm -hmm. willing to hire people like that they're willing to kind of install the software somehow to help people with disabilities navigate that you know those are the two examples and then for in terms of invisible disabilities some people might choose not to disclose it because they're not comfortable with it Mm -hmm. and it's fine too yes as long as you know how to do the job and it won't affect your ability to perform your all your functions some of the jobs and some of the websites that i think that are really helpful for employers to look for accommodations if they don't know what to provide for accommodations is Job Accommodations Network. There's a website from Virginia. It's called Virginia Assistive Technology System, Able Data, and in the Department of Rehabilitation Services. They have websites where employers can look up if this person has a disability, if my employee has a disability, what kind of accommodations will I need? So employers can look up that website and they can look up the resources and the tips. Perfect. Thank you for sharing those. Yep. No, that sounds great. Thank you for that pretty concise advice, actually, and and how to proceed forward. And I'm glad there's a lot of resources online for people to look into. I know you chatted about some resources that folks can look into, but I want to talk about allyship next, if that's okay. And especially in terms of the job search process. So in your opinion, how can recruiters, career centers, or even peers fellow students be allies for people with disabilities as they look for jobs? I think the way that recruiters can ally for us is to, you know, somehow increase the diversity in hiring people with disabilities because people like me and people like different types of disability, they're always looking for jobs all the time. Sometimes it's not even just the accessibility issues, but it's also because maybe the, like someone like me, I'm so looking for a job. You know, one of the things that I'm really worried about is how can I do a job well? If you talk about the need for diversity, then how do I know that you kind of apply if the company says that they're looking for diversity? Like what types of 
including people with disabilities. What are they doing to make it more accessible for people mm -hmm. looking for a job? Like, for example, when I'm looking for a job application, I can totally read the job application. But what about people who are blind? Or what about people who are deaf, right? They would have to use some sort of like software or like real-time caching in to be able to read the, the job application. The way that you can be an ally is, you know, first and more foremost, just educate yourself and join the organizations that would help you see in the eyes of disabled. You know, there's a certain amount of ableism and then we're working to dismantle that. It's good that the ADA came out and people are more willing to be accommodating that, but you know, I think there's still some more that we can do. Obviously, the employer are not supposed to ask questions related to disability unless, like, employee disclose it. Mm -hmm. So I'd say respect that. But at the same time, like I said, look for organizations that would help you advocate for people with disabilities, you know, and just be there for them. Because as much as it is, the, the job search is already as hard for able-bodied people, but it's even harder for disabled people because you know, on the issue of accessibility. That's a big thing for me. Another issue is whether or not people talk about diversity, but what they're willing to do about it. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is we're capable no matter what. As a person with a disability and working with the California Department of Rehab to look for jobs, one of the things that they do with me is they do have to come up with a plan. It's called like the IEP, which is the individualized plan for employment, which means that my job coordinator, someone who works in that department, they know my disability because it's already on the fire. But then they also have to sit down with me and, and think about what kind of jobs that I would look for. I attended this workshop where they go through the similar things where they educate you about how to interview, how to prep for job searching. The one unique thing is how to disclose your disability if needed, you know, but it's up to you. It's up to me if I wanted to, to disclose it or not. But at the end of the day, I think that what we need to look for the most is like whether or not hiring people with disability would benefit the employer in the long run. And how can we increase the accessibility and diversity of hiring disabled people? Mm -hmm. We are capable just as much as you are. We just need to know that we are seen for who we are, not because of our disability. Yes. No, thank you for saying all of that. And again, I'm glad that there's a lot of resources. It sounds like the California Department of Rehab has a lot of good stuff and a lot of programs and, and things that you can go through as well, which I didn't realize. So thank you for sharing that. My last question for you, Sue, today is, do you have any last words of wisdom for people with disabilities as they continue their job search or prepare to start a job or an internship? Any last words for them? I would say the biggest tip that I got as a person navigating jobs with a disability is to like network, you know, network and just kind of reach out to people and also um, take advantage of the services that are offered. Mm -hmm. For the department that we have, you do have to apply to be qualified for services. It's a separate different thing. You know, if you see something, if you see like a job application is not accessible. This past year, I was working with a nonprofit called City Tutoring Kids and Students. The school that I was working at, it was very old. Like I wish that they would have installed like a ramp for my wheelchair to go up, you know, instead of me having to navigate around so that I can get inside the door. So even even that barrier is something necessary for people to look into. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, 
I would say that people don't know unless you tell them. So I think my tips for people with disabilities who are looking for a job is don't give up. You're going to get a lot of rejections before you hear that yes. And even myself, now I'm still looking for a job and I'm still looking for an employer that's more willing to take me in. But at the same time, I still need to go through the same application process, need to go through the same interview process. Don't give up. Um, It's going to get harder before it gets easier. I'm pretty sure, like, the harder the job, the job search is, I feel like, you know, I feel like the better that you are kind of prepared. Because if you failed many times, like, eventually when you get that yes and you sign that offer, it takes sweat and tears and all that hard work to finally find an employer that's like, okay, we're going to accept you. We think that you're just as qualified. So don't give up. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not, so you shouldn't either because I think my motto my motto is to persevere you know I encourage you all to persevere too cool thank you very much great great advice too for anyone really um so I really appreciate that and definitely agree with you success is much sweeter if you've gone through failure before so it's not something to fear but thank you so much again for joining us Sue it was great chatting with you uh thank you Mariah for inviting me on yes of course and To anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always, at Opal, we shine brighter together, and we'll see you next time.